You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And he turns, and for just a second, we see Alan's humanity as he goes, I was normal before I met you, Ray. That <laughs> <laughs> was so sad. It's the fucking... It really was. That James Joyce is the dead has nothing on Alan's single line. Yeah. Ray's like the crazy heroin girlfriend of Alan's life. Yeah. yeah. Didn't work out. Just, just Brian Cranston watching Ray Comfort choke to death on his own vomit as Alan falls asleep next to him. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema, because apparently the other option is the flu and a debilitating ear infection. I'm your host, No <laughs> Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. Uh, you know what's a great analogy? Ray Comfort is the Daniel Baldwin of this movie. <laughs> that makes sense. You know what I mean. I do. I get it. I get it right away. And I could carry on the guy with my name. next thing on Eli's the script. Eli's going to do his accent. Yeah. You could so. go right through. You could go right through. There's no reason to delay and te- make me terrified. <laughs> and of course, sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fantastic, Noah. Question, when you die, who is in charge? I feel like I go first. I'm settled. the host guy. I called. Well, you called nothing. You the dog. That's not we you clearly work this out. Spend way too much time talking about my death when I'm away. So tell us, Heath, <laughs> what will we be breaking down today? We watched Christmas Gone Viral. Uh, okay, so you know how Girls Gone Wild had too many attractive people with boobs and too much consent? <laughs> well, <laughs> this movie fixed it with Ray Comfort. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love bothering people about Jesus and you haven't been on the internet for 11 years, you will love this movie. Question, do you guys think that in like six years, Ray is going to make a movie about 9-11 and how it affected people's views of Jesus? I can't wait Jesus? for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, this is this is the movie you make if you just discovered YouTube was a thing. We should This is start. what my grandmother emails me. My grandmother literally emailed me Charlie bit my finger like 2 months ago in the funniest email I've ever received and this is my grandmother's email list, the YouTube movie. Yeah, right. Right. All right, is it just me or are all the Ray Comfort movies just bleeding together at this point? Is it just one long movie that we've been watching for the last year and a half? They definitely have all become one movie. Not just the Ray Comfort movies, but all the Christian movies have become one movie. Asking me to describe the plot of anything we've watched since when we started this show is just a hellish compilation of Daniel Baldwin and 
Stephen Baldwin, <laughs> blonde women who I vaguely recognized when they were on normal TV saying things to enslave themselves. But there's no particulars. At one point, someone turns into a wolf. <laughs> All right. So, OK, good. It's not just me, then. It's not just me. As a matter of fact, I don't even have it the worst. Um, now, is there anything that you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to say best worst. Uh, subtle facial expressions when the, the people realize what Ray Comfort's doing. Like the obvious ones, they have to, they clearly cut the obvious ones, but what's left that we see are these little moments of recognition and they're amazing. Like, they all just realize they're going to have to like deny a kiss at any second really awkwardly from Ray Comfort. It's the best. You see this little thing in their eye and they're just like, ah. Oh, I mean, we have God. seen him do this so many times, right? We've seen him bother so many people on the street, but in this movie in particular, there are so many of those. Right, because it starts with what do you think the meaning of Christmas is and how many bullshit news segments and random documentaries out there are saying, what's the meaning of Christmas? And so everyone with this broad smile is like family and make exactly. a black cake we'll get to it uh, and, and it's just like these sweet answers and then he's like right but are you a good person and you see that oh oh it's this, uh, it's this. I'm gonna, you know what i'm gonna catch an i'm gonna catch an uber gonna... <laughs> no this has been fun you said we were all going to see the movie but it's just you and me so i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to head out. I don't really want to see how the wars of the We're stars. We're not good anything. enough friends. So, <laughs> well, so mine is kind of related to, to Heath's here. I don't have a best worst, but I have a best best. And that would be best best reaction to Ray Comfort's bullshit line of are you a good person questioning? <laughs> and, and you don't necessarily, there is at least three people I could mean by that. I think you probably know who I, I know mean. Which one it is. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. <laughs> I you mean when he so interviews Roshark? Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> this this is my best best for this movie is this is the best best. Oh no, we're both crazy and we've just realized it. <laughs> this movie is full of people because they're doing it all over the world. And look, you go to Cannes, France, and you're like, hey, I want to talk to you about Jesus. Most people are like, we are dust in the wind. Go fuck yourself. Yes. Well, the only people you're going to get long interviews yeah. are of crazies. And this is the crazy peak of the mountain, this movie. It's just a series of people being like, let me tell you about the desert winds. And he's like, well, the Bible says the desert winds are gibbity, gibbity, gibbity. And everyone's like, aha! <laughs> I'll I see your gibbity, gibbity, gibbity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll raise you some Christian woo, yes. Alright, well, obviously, we've got a lot of lust in our heart to get to, so we're going to keep the break brief, and when we come back, we'll break down all the drawbacks to politeness that are Christmas Gone Viral. Well, hello, boys and girls. It's me, Santa again. Do you love god-awful movies? Would you like the people who make it to keep being able to do it? Have you heard rumors that someone just dropped a giant deuce in their stocking? Oh, well then, there's no better time to head over to patreon.com slash godawful and spread some Christmas cheer. But pledging won't just put you on the nice list. Oh, oh, oh no. You'll also get an RSS feed of a commercial-free patron-only version of the show that you can play on any podcast player. 
Access to 17 bonus episodes on the gang's favorite secular sucktaculars, as well as a free Christian movie bingo card, VIP tickets to live shows, and much, much more. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So head on down to patreon.com slash godawful and consider supporting the show today because Patreon fucked us super hard right in the face. Oh, ho, 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 ho. From the makers of Christmas Gone Viral. Sorry, can I ask you a question? Comes a YouTube video made by people who haven't watched YouTube since 2010. Have you heard of Jesus Christ? Um, yeah. Are you a Christian? Because if you spend most of your life in church, you miss out on a few things culturally. Um, no, uh, I'm not a Christian. Well... How about now? Ow, fuck. This summer, Jesus bit my finger. And now you say, that hurts, Jesus. Stop it. I'm going to stab you. Coming this summer. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off with Santa on rollerblades. Because make no mistake... (laughs) Ray is hip to the early 90s. Alcoholic Santa. Yes, alcoholic. That's the cold open of this movie. I'm alcoholic Santa, and he's rollerblading around. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's literally how the movie starts. We see Santa on rollerblades. He comes right up to the camera, inches from the camera, and he says, my name is Bob, and I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) I want an alcoholic Santa on rollerblades following around Ray Comfort, harassing him on the street forever now. <laughs> New Patreon goal. We just, I don't know how long, how much would it cost for that guy to just Yeah, do that? right. Yeah, he's not doing anything. <laughs> he's got some free Get him time. a bottle or whatever. <laughs> I, I love too that, okay, if, if you're like me, you go into this and you think, huh, rollerblading drunken Santa named Bob. Um, I wonder how this will tie into the rest of the film. You can stop wondering shit like that now. <laughs> yep. It will not. Answer, it will not. Yeah. Um, and speaking of shit that makes no sense, so because straight from drunk Santa to Ray in the car with his dog, and both oh. of them are wearing sunglasses. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the fact that Ray Comfort's dog is one identical to him right (laughs) identical to ray in physical appearance two entirely done with ray's shit right ray's in there like you know i'm doing christmas i've heard christians like to talk in their cars and that's why i'm doing a car section but the entire time the dog is just like can you drive can you just drive (laughs) who are you talking to ray back back i'm a dog ray maybe just drive ray all right (laughs) these glasses off me yeah, the, the matching aviators are very upsetting. Yeah, to me. oh it's, yes, it's like a buddy rapist movie with a guy <laughs> and his dog. Really, like Brock Turner and Hooch. It's very, very upsetting. <laughs> All I wanted at this point was a giant shit or a crash. I wanted the dog to violently shit everywhere, or Ray to violently shit everywhere, or a crash, or all three. But instead, we get Paul quoting Greek poetry. So this is because, you know, Ray's following that old adage about how, you know, you want to you want to open strong. So the opening of this movie after drunk alcoholic Santa is, you know, Paul quoted Greek poetry. But where did he learn the Greek poetry? Jesus, Ray, Wait, like you that you couldn't possibly find a more boring fucking start. Uh, and then he tells some lies about Christmas. 
Yeah, well, that's awfully nice of him. Yeah, he says a third of the world celebrates Christmas. And that's a gross exaggeration. It's like just over a fifth. He says two billion people, which wouldn't be a third of the people, but it's actually more like 1.6. Anyway, and then he, he, he informs us that he's asked people all over the world to annoy other people with cameras about Jesus because he can't be bothered to do this. He's outsourcing this job now. Yeah, he's literally, yeah. I set up an international street harassment team. Let's see how it went. That'll be this movie. Ugh. So, yeah, and that will be this movie. This will be just other people in different countries doing Ray's shtick, basically huh? for an hour. And, and uh, well, and <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but there'll be a couple other things in this movie as well. Yeah. It's a musical. He also interviews young Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> and we get some musical interludes. We get a few musical interludes. All right, so we're going to begin our international tour of annoyance in jolly old England. And I love the establishing shots they've used here. Right? There are no landmark shots. There are no wide shots. It's just close-ups of people on dark streets. It's two guys doing a drug deal out of a trunk and a crotchety old lady trying to get people to take her pamphlets on a sidewalk. That's their establishing shot for England. You know, England. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Weird. <laughs> also, this doesn't count because the whole thing, he's talking to British people. And they're all just like being kind of nice to him. Yeah. Like, England's like the Canada of atheism. Like, that doesn't count. You're not allowed to. Exactly. This, uh, nothing, nothing's proven yeah. here. Yeah. This entire English segment is just British people are too polite to step out of literally any conversation. That yeah, is what exactly. we will learn from these people. <laughs> exactly. And I just want to say, commenting on our man on the street uh, selection here. The chubby girl at the beginning is only here to remind us that overweight and smoking fucking hot can coexist. Am oh. I right? Oh, we should not need a reminder. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. None of this. I'm going to have a salad with this girl. She's finishing your oh. fucking fries. Well, I don't want her finishing fries. Really. <laughs> She's happy to order fries herself and she'll me order, myself. She'll order her own fries. Yeah, she'll get her own goddamn yours. fries. And like, you want to... <laughs> Get a whole rack of ribs. I want all the rack of ribs, too. You get what you want to eat. I'll do that, too. And as well, if this, that's this not enough, that. she also says goddamn and looks at people with lust. She's so naughty. Mm -hmm. So naughty. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And her version of hello, breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, too, that like the argument she's making back, because this is just like a Ray Comfort acolyte in England who's talking to her and going through the whole... Are you a good person? Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen shtick that he does in every single one of his movies? If you're not familiar with that shtick, listen to any other of his movies that we've reviewed. There have been like five of them. Um, and her argument is, well, I feel like God would overlook me texting OMG and not torture me in flames for eternity over that. And we, the viewers, are supposed to go, oh, that poor naive girl. Stupid. <laughs> and we have to point out that again, England is super duper not religious. So everyone who he's asking this question to in England are treating these questions about God like if he could talk to Kermit the Frog. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a likable fella. <laughs> right? Because if you were like, no, I'm serious. What do you think about God? They'd be like, I don't know, man. He's dead. Like a million years ago, our king was like, I want my own church because I want to fuck different ladies. And we were like, whatever, man. And since then, the church has just been like a slightly wet rag that Gran cares about. So, are you done, is the question. 
because I'm going to go have some unprotected sex. <laughs> they don't use condoms in England. It's a big thing. I they, love it. they do use condoms. <laughs> they don't. They don't. You, do, you don't hang around British people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have not fucked many British people. I will say that. Um, all right. So, uh, this is also where we get one of our first uh, moments of recognition where the person's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah. He's like, okay, do you know why Christ was born? And the person's like, oh, God, so that's such a stupid question. Um, <laughs> because of God and Ray's like, sorry, no, we were looking for because abortion is wrong, even if you get raped. Like, <laughs> oh, how do I politely get rid of this fucking guy? Yeah, right. And now it's time for the first of many Christmas flash mobs. <laughs> so this will be a running thing in this movie be because that's like, I guess that's what the point of this movie is, is to try to convince people to go out to the food court, start singing Christmas carols and giving out Jesus pamphlets until they get kicked out. Right. Yeah. And, and Ray is postulating because he shows a bunch of flash mobs that involve Christmas songs and just regular songs throughout this and he seems to be postulating that all of these people were doing it in the name of prophetization but they absolutely weren't right 99% of these flash mobs are just like you guys want to go to the mall and sing some Christmas songs let's do it we're bored white people let's go yeah right right exactly <laughs> yeah and I gotta say I want to be there when the flash mob for Jesus fucking happens. Cause, because, like, look, <laughs> if you just start seeing, no one knows you're not part of that mob, right? I, you're also a customer at the mall. You're just the loudest singing customer. Oh, I would be so happy. I just slowly walk into the center of the circle, start to undress, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> gently shitting my hands while nodding and smiling at the following singers. <laughs> Just the girl who started like, no, it's he's not right. a part of this. I am. We rehearsed this for weeks. One second. <laughs> Let me get it on my face. Hello, everyone. I'm Cracker, and I'm here to tell you a story about a boy born in Bethlehem. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, well, they, they can't. They can they kick can't. you out for that. They absolutely can kick you out for that. <laughs> mm, agree to disagree. Nope. <laughs> Do not agree. Am I being detained? Am I being You detained? are going to get detained. You will be detained. <laughs> yep. Yes, there's no question that you will be detained. I was hoping one of these flash mobs, they'd like have a brawl with a Hanukkah flash mob at some point. <laughs> it never happens. Sort of fun. Or like a flying tackle from Daniel Baldwin. When one of them starts. One of them stay. Oh, it's always one person standing up, starting it. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin flies in. What I had the thought of is like, imagine being a foreign person who's come to America and you're not Christian and you just like go to an American mall and this starts to happen around you. Just people all start standing up around you going like, Lord. I would be like, oh no, I've seen this movie. Machete. Like a white person caught in a hay. I mean, to be fair, I brought this machete for a terrorist attack as it begins with, but now I feel justified <laughs> i also got very jealous that there's no like you can't do like an atheist flash mob i mean i guess a mass shooting is the closest we can get but it doesn't oh, feel the same what? <laughs> no shouldn't have parked feels in our different. parking space feels different <laughs> um and, and since we already did england now in our international tour we're gonna swing way over to the other side of the world france like, I, I mean, honestly, like he has a, like other parts of the world in this. Why go England and then France? Anyway, um, and so what we're going to have here is we're going to have two French people 
It's not even two French In, people. Well, no, I know it's a German person and a French person <laughs> speaking English at each other poorly. Yep. <laughs> it's it's trick words in English as a second language. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. You, using like the bullshit Ray Comfort synonym tricks and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it was like, all right, can you explain the Big Bang? Let me finish. Explain it in haiku using only binary code <laughs> and then untie this knot with atheism like yeah <laughs> right right but the french girl she finds fails to explain cosmological origins in a language she barely knows therefore jesus did it is the postulation of this film okay you can't explain Abs the big bang murder this gay person right now <laughs> that's the only other thing you can do so so this lady carries her through the whole, you know, after she explains, well, you know, the Big Bang has to come from somewhere. It must have been Jesus. Oh, OK. That's how this conversation is going. She goes through the whole shtick again. Have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever lied? Oh, you've broken the Ten Commandments. You're going to hell unless you accept Jesus because you're a horrible sinner. Again, I want to stress the precept of this movie is that saying goddamn is a hell worthy trespass. But luckily, God's standard is thinking my son is awesome makes murder okay. So yeah, yeah, you same can, as same as my mom's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not no matter what you can do, you can accept Jesus and you're fine. And he's yeah. like, "Does that sound logical?" She's like, "Actually, uh, stab you." Yeah, I accept Jesus. <laughs> um, like that? Is that? Yeah, perfect. right. Yeah, no. She goes, "Yes, it's logical." Like she, there's no way she knows the word logical. They might as well have just like thrown in fake words to throw her off more. Just like, yeah. And this conversation's pretty lavenous. Like all things considered, you'd say that you're really into the tertriscity of this. And she's just like, uh-huh. I'm in Cannes and would like to stop talking to you. You tell me what to say and I'll stop talking. Yeah, right. Three, two, one, no more talk. Okay. <laughs> The conversation actually ends with a German lady going, are you afraid to die? This is, this. I'm sorry, this is weird conversation. I don't want to play. I know. I, also, I'm German, so no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to South Korea, you know, so yeah, that is the other side of the world. And uh, we listen to a lady sing Silent Night in Korean. Yeah. I wanted her to get side tackled by a cop. He's like, we are Asians, damn it. Be <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Also, there is this phenomenal moment where this one Korean, because they're shooting the crowd and they're trying to show like, oh, they love it. They love it. But there's one woman with a stroller who starts to walk towards it, sees the thing. And she's like, nope, don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yes. doop, 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 and just zoops away. <laughs> Half of the people in this crowd are like, this is some North Korean trap shit. You're not fooling me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What a Donald Trump to walk in. Are you guys the the bad one? Or the good? Which way is the bad one? Is the bad one up or down? And they just tackle him and steal his phone. Yeah. You do not get to use this anymore. No more. Samsung's our thing. And by the way, that's all we're going to get in South Korea. Just a lady singing Silent Night in, um, in Korean. And now we get Central America. Our next country. Just, yes, just yes. Central America. I'm pretty sure he thinks there's a country called Central America <laughs> and South America and America. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, or, or else he's thinking, well, like my viewers know the difference between Guatemala and Guam people. Give me a fucking break. Central America. They'll, they'll get it. And in this segment, we meet a hero who will stand above us all. In my notes, he is Jamaican guy. Yes. But he is 
the hero we need. (laughs) The first answer we see him give, they're all answering about what Christmas is about. And his first answer is, make a nice kick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's so good. So, yeah. So, again, and that's how they're sucking people in, right? They're, They're like, what's Christmas about to you? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll answer that shit. And then they're like, you know, have you ever broken the Ten Commandments? Where are you going to go when you when you die? And part of this, part of the standard Ray Comfort procedure here, is to say, have you ever committed adultery? <laughs> this Jamaican guy just seethes. The guy asked him, he's like, every bit of his demeanor just says, "I'm going to feed you your nuts." He barely fucking moves. Right? He just stands there silently, he perfectly he, still, yeah. while looking in the opposite direction, and he goes. Are you serious? <laughs> and there is the world's longest pause while this white guy who's on Central America on mission is like, um, it's part of the thing. <laughs> You're supposed to be uncomfortable and afraid and then you you get out of the conversation. I edit it to make it look like I... <laughs> don't, Two don't. seconds after the cut, he's just fucking the interview guy. Does this answer your question? <laughs> Are we married? No, we're not. I love that guy. He's so, fucking, so fucking angry. It's the best. <laughs> and now we move over to South Africa. And after the Central America thing, I was just happy he didn't put the Transvaal colony at the bottom or something. <laughs> but, and, um, oh, oh, and now it's time to meet the first of the, oh, no, we're both crazy conversations. Yes. <laughs> Not the best, but the first. And and this woman begins by introducing herself as having come from a traditional Afrikaans family. <laughs> in case any of our listeners aren't aware of the history of South Africa, that means my family owned slaves and were proud of it like four seconds ago. In 1997, we were like throwing out N-bombs and having people who worked for us who didn't get paid. It was like, yeah, Toby, come here. How long do I knock you out? We we do two days? Because this guy is a Christian. He does two days. I think we do the same thing going on. What is it? It's two days, right? I love to because we have two separate interviews in Africa, in South Africa. One is a white person interviewing a white person. The other is a black person interviewing a black person. There's yeah. no, there will be no race mixing in the uh, in the right comfort movie. And I love to like because we get a long bit with this lady with the with the white lady where, you know, she's like, you know, I, I didn't really have Christmas growing up, but I feel like people focus too much on the gluttonous stuff at Christmas, and I'm just writing in my notes like, oh, this poor thing still thinks they're interested in her opinions. <laughs> she, <laughs> she hasn't figured out what we're doing yet. Waiting to talk, the Ray Comfort story. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, and this is where they hit her with the uh, the Bible says when you hate someone, you've committed murder in your heart, and it's weird that Noah is Hitler, right? You know, like, have we thought about that? It's like, it makes our relationship awkward. It changes the uh, the gift ideas a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I might need cyanide. You never know. Um, I also love to, because there's a part where one of the things that Ray always asks in this, and, and of course his acolytes in South Africa uh, join him in asking in these, is have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? And this lady's like, no. Oh, oh, I mean, yes, I've said goddamn, but they fade out really quick before she can say damn. <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, yes, I've said god bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> it's a little chicken runs across the screen with a fucking sign or something. Dog with the sunglasses just dives across like the body. 
So yeah, and then it descends into like Eli was saying, just two crazy people agreeing about shit. This was just one of those fucking woo ladies, these ladies that I grew up with in the woo universe. That's just like I will agree with whatever you say in, under the assumption that you will also agree with my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they are loving it because she's like, you know, Christ is my savior. Christ is the beginning and the end. And he's like, yeah. And, you know, Christ is all you need. She's like, absolutely. But I mean, the medieval concept of hell, they try to introduce it to skin. She's like, exactly right. And they're just, oh, it's so good. It's <laughs> like when two homeless people get on the subway car at the same time and they're both yelling about China putting robots in the water and they start to <laughs> one after another. Nice little. <laughs> And this was the start of a beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. And now we get to the actual black people of Africa. Um, And this is so fucked up. I don't know if this was just by random chance or how likely this was as an answer. But the guy who's interviewing them says, what are your favorite memories of Christmas? He asked these two black girls and one says going from door to door begging for something to eat. And the other one says we always got noodles on Christmas. Jesus fucking Christ, you know, <laughs> he's got the, the interviewer has no idea what to say. He's like, oh, wow. Oh, so you're not going to buy this. this. Jesus loves you shit, huh? You're welcome. Mm-hmm. For the noodles. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> and, and this couple, these two black Africans, um, they are the two different sides of personality. One is entirely invested and thinks she is the greatest human. And the other is like, you need to not smoke crack before we do these on camera interviews. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's like, are you a good person? And she literally goes like, I'm the best person. I'm the best person. Motherfucker. Like 100. (laughs) She does like the kiss the fingers to the sky thing. She spikes the Spikes a trophy for best person, she said, <laughs> sitting in her backpack. <laughs> and then he goes into the whole thing with her, right? They, oh, but have you ever lied? Um, and she's like, you know, have you know, Jesus says that if you hate a person, you committed murder in your heart. So you've murdered too, haven't you? <laughs> and she gives... To the stealing question, she gives a very terrifying warlord-esque answer. She's like, some people do not understand that when something is theirs and I need to make it mine, it becomes mine. I was just like, all right. As someone who begged for food as a child, I'm guessing that wasn't a toy you stole. (laughs) Do, 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 do. Coney 2012. (laughs) We found him. And and then we finally get to the part where she's starting to get annoyed with the guy. But then he gets to the part of like, have you ever looked at a man with lust? And she's like, oh, fuck, yes. And he's like, so you've committed adultery. And her reaction is so sane compared to everyone else in the history of rape. like, she reacts exactly how I always want everyone to react as he's going through this. She goes goddamn fucking nuts on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) She was amazing. I I wrote my notes. I want to bring her to America and make her Heath's wife. Oh, I was a big fan. Two votes. Absolutely. She was fantastic. This girl is my jam. She's going to cut a ravine into our friend Heath's back, but that is fine. (laughs) (laughs) As long as he behaves himself and isn't a tutu, he'll be all set. (laughs) (laughs) And now we move over to the Philippines. 
where I wrote, I, I bet we get to see somebody get murdered for smoking opium. Uh, we didn't, by the way. And again, it's like going to Central America. It's like, gee, I wonder if you'll find Christians there in the Philippines. <laughs> and he just finds one woman. The, the entire segment is just this one woman. And she just like, she wins. And he's like, all right, well, Philippines, check. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, she's like, yeah, I'm going to heaven not for being good. It's because uh, the Jews killed Jesus. And he's like, wow. Oh, you pass. Gold <laughs> yeah. star. We're done here. We Philippines go. are great. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, she had like the fast track to not talking to Ray Comfort there. Yeah, now you know how to not to be bothered by Ray is just to be like, Christ, my Lord and Savior, it's not through good deeds, it's through giving your heart over to Jesus and bad person. And he's like, oh, all right. Can I ask Damn. you a question? It's the Jews. Okay, good. We're done. <laughs> Great. And yeah, so Ray is apparently like, well, fuck, we got nothing from the Philippines. So let me define flash mob for you. <laughs> And basically what he says here, he just cuts into the middle of the movie to say, you know, flash mobs with Christian songs this time of year are a great way to violate time and place restrictions in a way nobody's going to punish you for, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's the message of this film. Right. But he makes sure he makes sure, you know, like it's not enough just to sing Christian songs at people against their will. You also have to hand out pamphlets. Right. And this is the only actually Christian flash mob we're going to see because everyone else is just singing uh, Christian songs. Right. But they're just Christmas songs. They're not like I'm proselytizing. They're just like, I want to I want to sing a song in the mall because I'm bored. But this is a lady who was like, I'm going to give out Jesus pamphlets. And it is by far the worst flash mob. There's yeah. bagpipes. You can barely <laughs> hear them. Yeah, right. No, the video is awful. I couldn't tell. I could hear the bagpipes. I could kind of tell what song they were doing from that. And but, they're giving away those fake $100 bill oh, on the front yeah. tracks. Oh, Do you ever get one of those as a tip? I got, I've oh, got, absolutely. Oh I got those as a tip. In fact, I, the reason why they are bigger, you'll, we'll see them again later. The reason why they are bigger sized is apparently like people kept getting attacked for leaving fake tips. Oh, good. <laughs> like good. Someone would just pour water down the back of someone's shirt as <laughs> my favorite waiter of all time at the place where I work just walked behind a guy who left a fake $100 Jesus tip and poured a glass of water down his shirt like he was doing fucking roll ups. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired, but he's my hero forever. Oh, that's all I wanted to see. I wanted just like 10 TGI Fridays waiters in, in stripes to come out and just beat the shit out of this bagpipe or whip the bagpipes. Oh, 20%, you cheap motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody listen. Yeah, so we get some far away lyrical humming and then people clap so we know it's over. Um, that's that. And now we head down under. God, everyone in Australia is so fucking attractive. Oh, geez. Everyone's two points more attractive. It is very upsetting. Also, as someone who tried to find a Bible on that continent, I know how this video is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I love this with the long haired kid that they have there where he's like, he's, you know, whatever. He wins his argument, convinces the kid that he's going to hell. And the kid's just giggling along like, yeah, man, I'm going to hell forever. Yeah, yeah it seems like you're taking this very seriously. <laughs> But this kid has the best answer to what do you call someone who steals that I've ever heard on any of these interviews or will ever hear again. Yeah, right. Okay, because that's the way the thing's supposed to go. Are you a good person? Yes, I'm a good person. Have you ever stolen? Oh, well, you're a thief. Have you ever lied? Oh, you're a liar. You're a lying, thieving, blaspheming, fornicating, whatever. But when he asked this kid, this stoned-ass kid, 
you know, have you ever, what do you call a person who steals? The kid goes, a stealer. <laughs> stealer. And the I guy is, really... he's so thrown off. He right? got confused. Guy... Like he had to like flip through his, his little script. Yeah. Flow chart. Wait, fuck. <laughs> thief. It says just, what do I do after fuck. thief? No, what? not stealer. That's a, that's what a else would you say besides stealer? <laughs> Ryan was with Leaf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that little what the fuck are you talking There's nothing else that happens in Australia that's, well, that and the fact that he has to, like, with one kid who's not a thief, he's going like, well, have you ever downloaded illegal music? And the guy's like, oh, man. <laughs> well, uh. just cut over to Metallica checking iPods at the pearly gates. Like, oh, I got you, motherfuckers. And now, continuing our world tour, we're going to head over. We're going to spend most of the rest of this movie in an exotic land called Los Estados Unidos because he only got so many people responding to his call. Um, and he he's at some college somewhere in California, I assume. And he's like, oh, look, here I am at a local college. And someone's already beaten me to the crazy. <laughs> yes. Already a giddy in there handing out Bibles. I still wanted him and Ray to knife fight like two hookers working in the same corner or something. <laughs> they they kind of do because Ray gets like super like he gets all like braggy. He's like, so this guy he's a Gideon. Well, I mean, he's just like an amateur Christian. I'm a pro now. Once you become, <laughs> it's no big deal. Once you're pro, they don't let you be a Gideon anymore. He can still give out Bibles at the Olympics, but I like I'm for real. I'm a pastor. Don't worry about it. There is definitely a passive aggressive thing about his whole. I used to be a Gideon, but then I went to the majors. No, but you're doing good. You're good. It's good. Batman. So, and we're here, of course, for some man on the street because we've seen some other. We've seen his acolytes too. We have to see the master at work here. So we meet a whole new group of man on the streets, including, first of all, the Mexican stereotype man. Right. So what? these kids were shooting a student film, mm -hmm. right? We see a shot of them, like one of them's holding a camera. The other one is dressed as a Mexican stereotype. And Ray obviously interrupted their filming for his. Yeah, there's no one he will not annoy. <laughs> and he definitely thought this was like good diversity. He was like, oh, let's get some Mexicans <laughs> yes, yes. in the shot. Like, that's good. That's perfect. Because now it's going to be all white people otherwise here in the States. And now can you say, on delay, on delay, Ariba, Ariba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, this is where we meet Pockmark's cowboy. And Marcus! Oh, I love Marcus so fucking much. So Marcus, okay, everybody, Marcus <laughs> is not going to disappoint. I know we don't tell you to watch all of these movies, but if you just watch Marcus, Marcus, for those of you who are unaware, is the fucking crazy person at your college. You remember at college where you'd be in class and it'd be like, hey, everybody, what do you think of Hamlet? And you'd raise your hand. And you'd be like, I thought the play was sad. And then Marcus was raised his hand and be like, the play reflects the deepness of my soul. And I read it backwards just in case there were messages hidden within. There were. There were. And you're like, that guy, I'm going to be real nice to him because I'm going to watch his Twitter because I know what's going to happen. If his YouTube channel puts up a single video, I am not coming to school that day. If you play Hamlet backwards, it says murder everyone on campus, murder everyone on campus. It's, it's really weird. That's weird. The last four plays we've read have said that, That's, Marcus. Every time you read something backwards, maybe read them forwards, just only forwards. <laughs> well, and not only is he the crazy person uh, uh, on campus, but he's also Jewish. <laughs> Which is the best line in the movie. 
Well, yeah, right. Because he's he starts off. Uh, Ray goes like, "Do you like Christmas?" And he's like, "That's a stupid fucking." Everybody likes Christmas, man. Yes. And he goes, "Have you accepted Jesus as your personal savior?" And he goes, "I'm a Jew." <laughs> and it's like, and we're done. <laughs> Roadrunner noise. You <laughs> practically see the camera fall like a found footage horror film. <laughs> Stay away from my eyeballs! <laughs> Ray just runs away. He's real scared. And by the way... In fairness, this guy's terrifying. Well, he is. He is. But we're not done with Marcus. You think, because he says, I'm a Jew, and then it just cuts off like somebody just, you know, like they were trying to film inside GE headquarters or whatever. It just cuts off and you assume, oh, okay, well, he's done with that guy. But no, Marcus will be back. Oh, Marcus will <laughs> be back. Marcus will return like the Tyrannosaurus in the last act of Jurassic Park and devour Ray alive. It's oh. so amazing. Oh. So, anyway, but we'll leave Marcus for a moment so we can focus on black girl who's too poor to celebrate Christmas. Or busy? Oh, there was Both? it was very dark. she was like yeah my family doesn't have money for Christmas we're also real busy we're real busy what we're doing is we're building a fort it's made out of blankets I don't want to get into it too deeply <laughs> it's over seven miles wide and 150 miles deep anyways we don't really have time for anything else I have four more words to speak this day according to Hosea <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then also we we meet the uh, the chubby atheist guy the straw man oh. atheist. Oh, this yeah. With the glasses? Yeah. And the sweet beard? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. I, I call him CeeLo Pink in my notes. <laughs> he is delicious. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. We also, so we get this one argument where like he asked somebody, you know, do you believe in Jesus? And he's like, do I believe that there was a guy named Jesus. Yes, I believe there's a guy named Jesus. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Stop but tearing you- our community apart with your wealth. <laughs> but he's like, but do you believe he's the son of God? And he's like, no, no, I don't. He's like, well, but Jesus said good words. So it wouldn't make sense if he was deluded and said good words, would it? Would it? And the guy's yeah. like, what? <laughs> but, yeah. Either Jesus was crazy and delusional or he was God on earth. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> you have a question. Weird guy. Identified. Actually, there's a third option where he never actually said any of that shit. And the people who wrote it down a hundred years later that weren't there didn't get everything exactly right. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Does this sound delusional to you? Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savior, where will... <laughs> Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Does that sound like something a crazy person would say? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and he goes to the goddamn Sermon on the Mount. That's where Ray goes. Ray's like, have you ever read the Sermon on the, on the Mount? That is a monologue that, if spoken on the street in vernacular English, would guarantee a diagnosis of, of deluded by any passerby. In fact, it's fucking shorthand. If you have a cartoon and you want to show there's a crazy person on the street he'll be holding a sign that says the end is nigh which is the thesis fucking statement (laughs) of the sermon on the mount (laughs) and uh ray also gives the jesus split time in two argument (laughs) what the fuck is this i've heard this a bunch of times he split that's supposed to be bc and ad yes uh that's the dumbest superpower ever (laughs) are you fucking ready i'm gonna do it too now 
<laughs> right? Before and after. Yeah. I just did it. <laughs> right. It's past, present, future. I split it in three. I beat Jesus. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, and think about the, the formula, formulation of this argument. He's basically saying, Jesus is how we count fucking years. Are you calling him a liar? That's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's the fucking apologetics we're getting from this idiot. Okay. And also, this is also where we meet uh, Fernando, who is the chubby 19-year-old kid who really wants us to think he had sex with a lady. <laughs> oh, my God. This moment is so good where he's like, have you ever had sex out of marriage? And he's like, yep, sure have. Oh, with a you're not going to ask for proof or anything, right? She was British. <laughs> she was British. She, did, she didn't make me use a condom. It was great. <laughs> they don't use condoms over there. Well, they shouldn't. My point is they shouldn't. Don't use condoms. If I if take anything away from our show. And oh, and this is also where we get, okay, this is a hard fucking left. As he's talking to all these people, he goes, oh, and do you know what the number one killer of drivers in the U.S. is? <laughs> what the fuck was I, this? I would give all my money. Because look, I don't care about what things are real and not real. I can barely spell. I can barely speak. But Heath and Noah care about reality. And so I would have given all my worldly goods to watch Noah and Heath receive the answer to this question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So hold on, guys. Are you... you're, you're, You're doing it in your head now, right? What is the number one killer of drivers in the U.S.? Heath, what's the answer? The answer or Ray's answer? (laughs) Ray's answer is, ready? Yes. Trees. Yes. Yep. Trees, because trees don't move and you do. That's that's Ray's answer. That would be like saying the number one killer is mortality. It's it's <laughs> physics. It's Isaac. New- yeah, it's, exactly. it's a Newtonian genocide. <laughs> Isaac Newton killed everybody. <laughs> what? What the fuck was the point of that? Inertia is the biggest <laughs> murderer in the world. And by the way, I, if if you're wondering how he's going to tie this in to his Jesus lesson, he's not. Nope. This is purely a trees are coming to get you moment that he just felt like we all needed. Watch <laughs> out for them trees, folks. Jesus. We also get more of a Mexican stereotype costume guy. They yeah. they featured him way more than you'd think in this movie. <laughs> like, it feels like Ray got like 30 minutes with Al Jolson and they made him cut it. And this was like the compromise. He's like, well, all right, you got to let me keep fucking Speedy Gonzalez. Otherwise, it's all white people. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah. Okay, Ray. Good. Yeah. We'll make sure it's diverse. <laughs> and since we could all starve to death waiting for a logical break in a Ray Comfort movie, we're going to call that the end of Act 2, and I'm going to give Act 3 the hard sell here. Why didn't he put which country it was in Central America? Did he think Costa Rica was too Mexican-sounding? Did he just prefer the name that had America in it? (laughs) Continue to ponder those questions and more when we return for the dad who just bought a video camera in the 80s conclusion of Christmas Gone Viral. Coming this summer. And have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior? I'm a Jew. Yep. Well, he's forgiven even worse than that. From the makers of Audacity, Top 10 Scientific Facts of the Bible, Exit, The Appeal of Suicide, The Atheist, Jesus, we've watched all of those. Can I talk to you for a moment about Jesus? I I mean, this 
light is going to turn green any second. Comes a person completely lacking a concept of personal space boundaries. <laughs> and where do you think you'll go when you die? <laughs> push, push. That's good. That's good. Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Absolutely. Can I talk to the baby when she's done? Ray Comfort stars in There Is Literally No One I Won't Annoy. And have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? Dude, I said I'm busy. Sorry, anyway, yes, yes, I, I do. You may now kiss the bride. Coming as soon as we clear up these restraining orders. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, it didn't really matter where he was because you could literally walk into any minute of this film and have the exact same experience <laughs> as if you had watched it from the start. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. But now it's time for the argument from how awesome are hands? (laughs) The same argument your high cousin wouldn't shut up about the first time you smoked him up. Ray Comfort (laughs) is going to use to try to convince everyone that Jesus is the son of God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so good. So, yeah, he goes up to this this lady and he's like, you ever really study your hands? And she, she goes... Yes, and Ray, Ray was not ready for that. It's supposed to be like a rhetorical question so he can launch into like anti-evolution nonsense. But she's just like, yeah, my hands are actually a treasure map to uh, some gold. So <laughs> you can see the moles and he's like, oh, God, oh, fuck. Mole marks the spot. Moles are gross. You're gross. Uh, we need to find somebody else with hands. Who else has hands? Anybody else with hands? Well, yeah. Okay. So he, he, and also, by the way, from this point on in the movie, everyone he talks to will come pre annoyed. I don't know where (laughs) he, like, what they're coming out of at this point, but everyone is so pissed at him by now. Um, And so he he goes to a bunch of people and says, you know, have you ever really studied your hands? And then he, he pulls the big question. He's like, can you think of even a single way to make hands better? No, you can't, can you? Moving on. <laughs> but, then, but then he moves on and he accidentally names a bunch of improvements Yeah, right, hands. he says like extra fingers, ben, fingers that bend both ways. Extra thumbs, wait. Fuck. Yeah, no, those would all be uh, all right, shit, wait, a lubricating over. strip, those, perhaps. Count. <laughs> Retractable claws. I mean, they're the immunity to carpal tunnel syndrome, finger bones that don't jam when you catch a basketball wrong. I wrote down like 31 things immediately when he said that. Yes, I have a list, Ray. And then finally he's like, like two fingers instead of four. Would be worse. No, that would be worse. That would be worse, Ray, yes. (laughs) Jesus. And the only numbers are two and four. Got it. And in case you're wondering why I have no notes during this section, it's because my wife immediately yelled, Pugs for hands, and I spent <laughs> the next ten minutes of this movie having a full volume screaming fight with my wife about whether or not it would be practical to have living pugs that start at your wrist for hands. <laughs> you mean like not like having paws? You mean like an actual entire pugs uh, instead your of hands? Ends at a pug dog. Your, uh, full size or regular full or like size. small size and, and they go to the bathroom and have an independent set of consciousness they shit into your arm or like I have no idea. on top of it I, I asked Which all way these they questions face? I got unsatisfactory answers I'm still giving her the silent treatment I don't want to talk about it <laughs> I wish my hands smelled like Fritos I like that about this <laughs> They had, they do. They their paws smell like Fritos. I don't know how. That's Eli showed me that the other day. They do. That's weird. Um. So yeah. It, so we go through a few people. We go through the hands argument. 
um, where basically he doesn't let anyone answer. So we established that you can't make hands any better. So Jesus must have created them since they're so perfect. Um, and then he goes on and he asks a bunch of other people, hey, do you believe in the stupid parts of the Bible? This is a really weird turn that this <laughs> takes, but that is actually the next segment of it is, do you believe in even the dumb shit? Yeah, this whole it's tangent of this thing is nuts because I, I, we'll get there. We'll walk along the path. But this path is how come people believe stupid, obviously not real shit? Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's because God hates smart people. <laughs> but we have to get there in a very circuitous route. So we're going to start with Penn Jillette. Now, Penn Jillette will not agree to be in a Ray Comfort movie. And Ray Comfort is super pissed. So now Ray Comfort is like trying to prove to a friend that he has actually met Penn Jillette, though, in the middle of this movie. Yeah. Right? Because he shows the thing from that one movie he had Lawrence Krauss on. And, and, and he shows that like as Lawrence Krauss was re leaving, Penn Jillette was there and he tried to get Penn Jillette to sit down with him. <laughs> And Penn told him to fuck off. It's so good. He he finally learned his lesson from when he got destroyed. But he like Lawrence Krauss made him cry in whichever movie it was. So this one is just like, I also spoke with Lawrence Krauss. This is him getting up from the couch <laughs> at the end of our conversation. <laughs> Hello, Ben Gillette. Will you talk to me? No, no, absolutely not. I had to but shoot the memory of his snowflake <laughs> metaphor out of my brain. It was not fun. Anyways, <laughs> Penn Gillette didn't accept my challenge. Yeah, <laughs> he even he even shows a picture of and we were actually right across the street when this happened, uh, a picture of the time he stalked Penn at Reason Rally. Right. He's got a picture there. See, here's us in the same picture. Look how annoyed Penn Gillette looks. Does he right. appear to be running away? Well, yeah, who does. Well, look at him politely shake my hand instead of what? Spitting into your open mouth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, OK. So now he's going to tell us why adults believe childish bullshit in the Bible. Get ready for it. Here it comes. Okay, no, here it doesn't come. We got an analogy instead. And it's going to start off with this picture. <laughs> this is the, this best. Is the best. This is this, the greatest. <laughs> everyone has this picture, right? You have that picture that you're terrified is going to wind up on the internet one day. You know? And, and. Ray put it there on purpose. Okay, so this is him when he was in, in his early days as a kid's entertainer, looking like a moldy tampon failing an audition for 70s porn. It's so creepy. Like, back when I was a pedophile serial killer and I had this ridiculous, <laughs> terrifying Chucky doll. He looks like he's explaining to a kid how they have to eat another kid to find the key to get the bear trap <laughs> off their head. He's, he's fucking pedophile jigsaw. It's it's terrifying. Well, and it gets worse because then, then he goes, and I would always line all the kids up and give them candy. And I'm like, I don't like where this is going, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> When Eli tells me these stories, I have to get Andrew on the line. They're hey, plausible hey, deniability hey. and shit. Save that for a second, buddy. We're just going to stop the record there. All right. <laughs> right. So you're hanging out at a playground again. I feel like I was super clear about that. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. But here's his analogy now. So when he would hand out the candy to the kids, the greedy kids would push their way to the front. So he decided to start at the back of the line and give the kids who got pushed to the back their candy first, which is exactly what God is doing with all the dumb shit in the Bible. 
Yeah, just baby yeah. Heath and the fat kid we saw in the pizza place in Chicago, just disappointedly <laughs> watching as as Ray Comfort moves. Oh no! Oh no! No fucking bullshit! You anticipate that, and you 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 hedge your bets. You start moving to the other side. You can see it coming. You can see it. You can wrestle your way back. The pizza there kid just sliding tackles Ray. No motherfucker! <laughs> Got forty pounds on you. So- I got Especially cheeks like then. a sexual assault lawsuit against Russell Simmons. We're doing <laughs> Russell Simmons raped a lot of people. So, all right. So, I, you know, yeah, the logistics of how you would get the candy anyway are important and everything. But I don't want to lose track of this analogy because what he's saying is that God put the dumb shit in the Bible so all the smarty pants who think they knew everything would, you know, move to the front of the line of intelligence. Yep. <laughs> And then he'd do a reverse order of letting people yeah. into heaven. The, the Bible stories are all fucking stupid. That's part of the trick. Yeah. It's all part, like, like a magician just like tore a kid's ear off to get a coin, <laughs> just holding the bloody ear. Like, <laughs> this is to make the sane people go away and nailed it. <laughs> yeah. No, his argument is, and, and I'm using his words here. God put the intellectually offensive stories, his words, into the Bible to scare off the wise and prudent. Again, his words. God didn't want wise and prudent people believing in him. I mean, (laughs) sour, wise and prudent people. In God's defense, (laughs) you ever hang out with stupid people? It is really, really fun. And he's stuck with them forever. Like, I've been to some skeptics <laughs> conventions and you guys are like, blah, blah, science. I have two bicycles. Stupid people, they jump off a roof if you give them a second. Always. 100% of the time, they will jump off a roof if you give them enough time. I've never been to a skeptics convention where someone jumped off a roof. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm on God's side. All right. Okay. Well, it's right. good to have that established. We're going to set up Almost Famous at ReasonCon next time. Yeah, there you go. I am a golden... Oh, fuck, that wouldn't work at an atheist convention. You're uh, right. You're right. God damn it. See? All right. See? I also, I also have to point out this little moment that I love so much. He's talking to a fat kid who definitely had sex with a lady once. And he says to the kid, he's like, do you know why people mock you? And the kid is just like, I feel like it's it's you that people mock. Like, not, <laughs> like, like, I feel like this whole podcast dedicated to mocking <laughs> you. But me, I'm just... I mean, they mock me probably because I'm a little overweight, you know? He's like, no, no, it's because all of that important intellectually offensive stories in the Bible that you believe, they're too wise and prudent. (laughs) No, no, you're the Daniel Baldwin of this whole thing. (laughs) Just so you know. Oh, I get that. I get that. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so now we have to cut for a moment to a more sober, less Mexican Santa. This is uh, Alan. This is the manager of Living Waters <laughs> who's explaining that if you dress up like Santa, people will take whatever religious bullshit pamphlets you offer them. Yeah, yeah. they will. I'm sure you could give out Mein Kampf like this too. <laughs> Dennis Boardwalk or whatever the fuck they are. Great. Yeah, so we watch Santa give annoy. You know, he takes pictures with people because he's Santa. Everyone's taking a picture with Santa, but then he makes them take his stupid fucking pamphlets as well, which are the bigger hundred dollar bill ones that won't get watered down the back of your shirt. Uh, apparently, right? Um, it, it, I love to because he he brags for a second. He's like, you know, I mean, I I bought the deluxe Santa suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's got sixty dollars. Yeah. Sixty. 
dollars, but you can get a cheaper one. That's why, that's why I'm doing so well here on this weird boardwalk where there's clearly a chalk circle that a policeman made that I'm not allowed to go outside yeah, of. Right. And there is the best moment in almost anything I've ever seen here where he's like, yeah, I'm giving out a lot of pamphlets. And he turns and for just a second, we see Alan's humanity as he goes, I was normal before I met you, Ray. <laughs> That was so sad. It's the fucking bet. James Joyce's The Dead has nothing on Alan's single line. (laughs) Ray's like the crazy heroine girlfriend of Alan's life. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work out. Just just Brian Cranston watching Ray Comfort choke to death on his bones vomit as Alan falls asleep next to him. I just wanted a couple of things to happen in the scene that didn't. It would have been great though. If Alan was gonna do a flip over a line of kids, I would have lo- just loved this movie forever. If he's or tried and just yeah, right. epically right. failed and just smashed into a line of kids in a Santa costume. That would have made me happy. That would be good. We did a little showtime routine and it didn't work out. <laughs> also, really wanted to see a shot of the garbage can on either side of Alan. Yeah. Just like his camera goes over and just just a huge pile of stupid $100 bill traps. <laughs> Fuck you. So, yeah. Okay. So now we, we go back to a few of our, our men on the street atheists. Um, and this is, I, I have to like highlight this one question and answer period here where he asked the fat kid. He's like, you know, uh, where do Adams come from? And the guy's like, the big bang. And he's like, where did the big bang come from? He says, nobody knows. And Ray goes, wait, wait. You can't say nobody knows because you haven't asked everybody yet. Does he think that that's how knowing works? Like there's like this one, like Steve is out there somewhere and knows exactly where the fucking Big Bang came from. And he's just patiently waiting for someone to ask. And the follow up is crazy, too. It's like, how are you going to make a wild claim? Like, I don't know. That's super arrogant, dude. (laughs) It's a magical Jewish warlock (laughs) is how this is all explained. Also, quick thing, what the fuck is on this kid's neck? I don't, he that, has a cut. He has a like a cut of some kind on his it's neck. A cut. It, but he it looks, is he looks like Isis got lazy halfway through a video. It's <laughs> <laughs> very oh, disturbing. No, you know what? You're fine, Ferdinand. You haven't <laughs> fucked anyone yet. I have. I told you. <laughs> Raw dog. It was awesome. All right, look, that whole condom thing is weird. You obviously made that up. I don't know why you're directing it at British everyone. <laughs> Something about condoms in you. You need to let it go. I'm telling you, it feels way better. This is a weird meta message you're sending. All right, Fernando? <laughs> cut it out. There's spiders coming out of your cut. So, <laughs> so then we get, but you guys probably were wondering why we loved Marcus so much. We really didn't give you enough reason to love oh, him. Oh, he's back. Marcus, but, Marcus, 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 Marcus is Marcus. back. <laughs> now, we have already talked about Jamaican guy that almost punched the dude in the face when he asked him about adultery. We already talked about the black girl that ran up one side and down the other. This guy likes fucking squirrel girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the guy I was talking about at the beginning when I said best person that's ever <laughs> responded to Ray Comfort. This guy is so goddamn amazing. It starts with Ray Comfort trying to do his, I can scientifically prove the Bible to you. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, the guy won't even let him get it out. He's like the fucking argument sketch from Mighty Python. He's like, yes, I, I get it. No, you, no can't. you can't. You can't. Nope. No, you it can't. isn't. No, no. it's not yes, possible. It you can't no. fucking do it. False. 
And, and we should point out, this guy is not the best Ray Comfort interview ever because, like, he's a really well-informed atheist with great questions. He's the best argument with Ray Comfort ever because he's a fucking crazy person yes. who doesn't who doesn't have the like social cues that most people do that prevent them from telling Ray to fuck himself. And so the fact that he's the Marcus in your class and Marcus is and Ray is setting himself up to say, "Well, let me show you how I can prove God exists in three minutes." But Marcus. I was vaccinated as a child, so he's like, no, not possible. No. False. No. No. And keep in mind, again, Jandals. this kid has already told him that he's Jewish. So number one, he's trying to talk him out of that. And number two, Ray is arguing with a Jew and he thinks he's going to win. Yeah, always a mistake. At one point, the kid's like, all right, fuck, God damn it. Like, what degree do you have? Do you, are you educated even slightly at all? And Ray goes, I have a BA, a born again. And he's like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking strangle you <laughs> with the shoelaces that I haven't looked away from since we started this conversation. So, yeah. So and eventually, like, he gives up on Marcus. Like, he keeps saying, no, I'm going to give you, it's three minutes. I'm going to get, I'm a scientifically, and he comes and, and Marcus is like, no, you, no, 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 no. So finally, we cut to another person who is a little more polite with him. So he can offer his scientific proof. And here right. it is. It, or here's the beginning of it. I'll let you fill in the rest. Do you think a book could make itself like a full color book? Now, I want to stop right there and dwell on the fact that in Ray's mind, when he <laughs> thinks of a book, it has colors. Why do the colors matter? <laughs> oh, because Every book Ray's ever read has pictures or is the Bible. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, right. Or has red letters, one or the other. Yeah. Time for some light reading and I'll start with Hop on Pop. Right. <laughs> Let's hope they honor their mother and father this time. I don't know. It's like we've got some damned sneeches here. <laughs> So, yeah, so the guy says, no, a book couldn't make itself. He's like, well, DNA is like a book, too, isn't it? Boom. Boom. Why are there still infinite monkeys? What? <laughs> this, this, what are you talking about? And then, of course, he rolls back into the fucking Ten Commandments shtick. And I only point that out because we, we he gets back to the have you ever used the Lord's name in vain thing with the uh, with the fat atheist kid who definitely got laid once. And he's and the kid's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, you don't even believe in God. Why would you use his name as a swear word? And I've heard that argument. But that makes no fucking sense. Do, do you are you people saying you have reverence for shit? <laughs> <laughs> what what does that even mean? Anyway, the guys and the kids, of course, as well. You know, I used to be a, a Christian, um, but I didn't really like believe in it. And he's like, oh, then that didn't count. And the kid's like, oh, I thought it. I thought it counted. Did this it, this whole kid doesn't count. This kid doesn't. He's the worst fucking atheist ever. He's got a gaping flesh wound that makes no sense. He's hanging out next to a public bathroom. He's going to be our yes. science guy, our science knowledge atheist guy. No, absolutely not. So then we go back to Marcus, and we should point out at this point we don't know his name is Marcus. What we do know is that Ray has several times asked the kid for his name, and he's like, "I'm not telling you my fuck." fucking name dude it's not relevant just finish your point 
because uh, he's a crazy person. Again, yes. the reason why Marcus is the greatest is because Marcus is a crazy person. So Ray does that whole like, buddy, buddy, I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to die. And you sort of like nervously laugh at it because social cues tell you. But again, Marcus is like inside the box of my mind. There are no names. <laughs> so he's like all right i guess i'll call you bob which is his attempt at a joke and he's like my name's not bob guess again and he's like all right we're done <laughs> but he's <laughs> not but he's not he keeps going he starts talking about weird shit about sacrificing doves and whatnot and the whole time marcus is just looking at him like i feel like i could just rip the whole face off in one go <laughs> the whole thing would come <laughs> yeah um, and, and of course, the, the atheist, the fact atheist kid at the same time, he's like, uh, are you worried about, he's like, well, I'm not really worried about hell. And Ray's response, actual line is, tell me why you don't care about your life. <laughs> That's his response to, I'm not worried about going to hell. Yeah. Uh, this whole thing, it's just, Ray's so obnoxious that people don't want to argue with him and he thinks... He's won every argument in his life because of this. Yeah. He's the, like, everybody's just like, please go. You smell like I just opened leftovers from a while ago. I'll, I'll say anything you want. What do you need to do? Go away. Please go away. Right. Except for Marcus, who's like, hey, I've noticed we smelled the same. Get closer to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. And he is at this point just randomly rambling about weird shit. These are just the outtakes from his other movies that he's been saving, apparently. So he starts talking about Jesus during the story of the, you know, the well, the one uh, amongst you without sin cast the first stone, right? He's, he's talking about that story. And he's like, now, in that story, Jesus wrote in the sand. And nobody knows what he wrote in the sand. But I think it was the Ten Commandments. Okay, first of all, this has nothing to do with anything. What the fuck are you talking about? But secondly... That would have taken so long to write in Hebrew. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I want to watch that scene so badly. They're all ready to stone the woman. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, no, nope, that's a chach. I need a shmuchuil. <laughs> Roman soldier comes over, starts correcting his grammar, crossing stuff out. <laughs> There's actually 12, technically, with these two, can, I guess. We'll cross, hold on, cross that out. Just cross that out. So, and also there's a couple of times in here when the atheist he's talking to, because again, you know, he picks these people, obviously he looks for people who like are just putting out the joint. He looks for people who are like, obviously not going to be, or at least as, as he looks for as clear a sign as he can, that the people he's going to talk to are not going to be intellectual giants. But even then they always manage to accidentally like completely thwart his arguments, <laughs> right? Like, like at the point where the, like this kid goes, um, well, okay, let me ask you this. Why does God let babies get born with diseases that are going to kill them two weeks later? <laughs> to which Ray says, well, you're going to have to figure that out. Literally, but anyway. the same answer as we got in is, it, I'm in love with a church girl is, you're just going to have to figure that out, boo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You don't know those babies. They're maybe probably asshole babies. This is big <laughs> you know. They deserve he even wraps it up. He's like, now, maybe you shouldn't be worried about other people. Maybe you should be worried about yourself. And the, the other people are dying babies. Just a baby welding a giant golden calf. <laughs> cancer coming out of his eyes. I, I deserve this. Wow. I'm a baby. 
Oh, shit. And then the guy says, well, okay, well, explain to me why an omnipotent God is bound by rules that require himself to be sacrificed. To which Ray says, are you saying rapists should just go free? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. And he's like, I mean, yes, I'm here at a college in California. So, yes, he's saying that too. But I don't know. <laughs> that's not related to the are, how fast are their swim times? I'm just asking. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the kid says at one point, he goes like, he's like, even though I'm an atheist and Ray has to cut him off. He's like, no, nope, no, nope, you used to be an atheist. Then I'll use that clever DNA thing. Remember with the book? You're not stupid anymore and think atheism is true. He literally goes, you're not stupid. And you see the guy be like, okay, so that's the homo says what of apologetics. Yeah, yeah you heard how I said the Bible's for stupid. Wait, fuck. Did we land on stupid is good earlier? Yeah. Damn it. And then I guess suddenly Ray remembers he was supposed to be doing an international thing. So we go to Hungary for a, a flash mob on a train. Ugh, if you sing on my train, I will shit in your mouth. Let me tell you something. I've lived in New York for 11 years. Every single time someone of the appropriate size has started to sing or rap on my train, I take out my phone, I turn the volume up, and I talk along with my book on tape. And I will do that to your silly Christian flash mob. Harry Potter and a Sorcerer's Stone by J.K. Rowling. Read by Jim Davis. <laughs> I gotta say, like, honestly, when he was doing it at the mall, when the people were doing it at the mall, I was like, oh, that's nice. They're at the mall. You know, you expect Christmas music at the mall. When he started doing it on a train, I was like, oh, fuck you. No, I will fuck you. He's now. trying to listen to a fucking podcast over there. You <laughs> see that guy trying to listen to a fucking podcast and you're screaming and wailing at him? He's yeah. a beautiful singer, though. No, he, he was. a really yeah, good boy. You gotta admit. Yeah. I love how they they pay, they're in Hungary here. So at the beginning of this, they pan across the like sad Eastern European faces. <laughs> yes. It's like things are bleak here, unless <laughs> oh me and oh my god, it's so good. And yeah. he's way better than me. Yeah. Just now. <laughs> no, yeah, actually, it was it was. He's a beautiful, amazing Grace. Amazing were, Grace is such a good song. Well, and and Silent Night, the Korean lady singing Silent Night, that was quite nice. If you just left in the YouTube flash mobs and took out all the bullshit Ray Comfort stuff, this would have been a pleasant little six minutes. I want to be Christian for the next. I really like Chris, Christmas songs and it's good stuff. Yeah, well, you mm. have to be Christian to like Christmas songs. Can we just be like the Neil good deGrasse kind? Tyson apparently he can't be an atheist anymore anyway. Um. So okay. So but. Too Ray much. is still bound <laughs> to, uh, yeah, you, you, okay, we'll you guys find, kind. find, find a, find a living. You guys have fun. Um, so yeah. So they lie. <laughs> <laughs> we can lie too. I don't see why they're the only They're ones. all liars <laughs> and thieves and adulterers. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. Murderers? It's a requirement for the job. <laughs> so, Okay. But Ray Comfort, by the way, is still bound to unjew Marcus, right? So we cut back to some more man on the street things. I love to, because we get a whole bunch of like him asking people, when's the last time you read the Bible? And all of them are like, oh, last Thursday. I, was, I read it <laughs> cover to cover. Yeah. Oh, I also love the one girl. He's like, did you really read it? Did you really? And she's like, yeah, there was some guy giving out uh, Bibles at the college. And he's like, fuck the Gideon. God damn it. Gideon. <laughs> anyway. And also, I want to point out because the, the girl that he's talking to right then, um, he says, she says like, yeah, well, you know, when I get depressed, sometimes I read the Bible. He's like, do you get really depressed? And then it just awkwardly cuts where his lawyer made him take out the part where he said the Bible could cure that. Right, where Evil Universe Andrew was like, nope. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we get the I'll think about it montage. But, of course, we have to, we can't end this thing until we wrap things up with Marcus. <laughs> Where he's okay. going like, hey, now, 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 I've just said so many words in a row and you've been trying to get a word in edgewise, but I've never really paused or taken a breath at any point and allowed you to respond. So now does all of that make sense? And Marcus is like, all right, man, like the last sentence you said was comprehensible. I, it was, you made, it was a sentence, <laughs> right, yes. but still not going to stop being Jewish. <laughs> I don't no, know if I thought that was going to happen. It's not. Now that you've concluded your word segment, I've decided <laughs> to embrasure your ideas and thoughts. And I will write them in the third journal of the morning sun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and be in every English class Eli ever takes forever. <laughs> so, and then I'll tweet at him from Skeptic43 <laughs> in my free time. <laughs> so then, okay, and then we, we wrap everything up. We go back to CeeLo Pink. And we, we haven't really, because, like, you know, all, all of these guys sort of blend together, all the men on the streets as we're going through. We haven't really talked about this guy. We haven't mentioned what a sexy fucking voice this guy has. Oh, when he asks if he's ever looked at woman with a lust in his heart, he goes like, yes. And I was just like, sploosh, <laughs> CeeLo Pink. Yes, queen. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he asked the guy, he's like, um, you know, do you have a Bible? And he's like, no. He's like, give me your address. I'll send you one. And I'm like, that is not why Ray wants that sexy bastard's address. <laughs> I, uh, I just thought I'd deliver it in person. Oh, this robe? Yeah, it was a gift from God. And so was what was underneath it. <laughs> Open the box. Open the box. Have you ever wanted so to have sex with a human beard? <laughs> <laughs> But then, but we have to make sure that Pass. we know that Ray is a um, a man of his word. So we watch him pack the Bible for CeeLo Pink, <laughs> and, and he throws he throws Werther's originals into Werther's the box with him. Original, literally, but not. He doesn't just like put Werther's original. I feel like this took multiple takes. Like he playfully sprinkles them in. <laughs> Yeah, and like I feel like he put him in, and someone, and he was like, "No, no, no that's an, I want to, I want to be fun with it. I want to be fun with it. Do it again. We'll go, roll it back one more time, one more time." And then he was like, "Cling, cling, 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 cling," and like slowly, sp like he might as well spray some perfume and seal the Bible with a kiss. <laughs> Except for in the most possibly old man boring ass way possible, because it's Werther's originals. Yeah. So yeah. So we watch him pack up the Bible to send to him. And he's and he's then he shows us all the man on the streets that he wasn't able to turn Christian. And he's like, don't forget to pray for all of these characters in the movie. And this montage will get us almost to an hour. <laughs> almost to an hour. And we're done. Oh, he came so close. He made like, what, 57? Yeah, 58 Eight? and a half. I think it was. He yeah. Got the credits really close. All right. So we've watched enough of these Ray Comfort movies that I'm sure all of us have have dreamed from time to time of his unsuspecting ass wandering up on us for a man on the streeter and how we would like slowly coax him in by pretending that we had no idea what was coming. So Or start shitting in our hand, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so if that happens in closing tonight, of all the questions that we've ever heard Ray ask, 
Which one would you most hope he asked you on camera, and what would be your answer? Uh, okay, uh, it doesn't matter what the question is. I'm gonna do the uh, the repeat game until just his ears start bleeding. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. I'm just gonna repeat everything he says until he doesn't. Have, have you explodes. ever stolen anything? <laughs> Write your ticket, meow. Yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> I would absolutely go with can a book form itself because I would just be like, yep. Absolutely. Necronomicon, my friend. <laughs> but it cannot be destroyed because evil can't be broken. You get it. You get it. Shangri-La. <laughs> I could get Ray to murder me. If I straight face that, Ray would stab me in the heart and no jury would convict him. It was really, yeah. He thought that shit was real. That's on Eli. Picture in the atheist yearbook. <laughs> And well, that's going to do it for a review of Christmas Gone Viral. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to pay the bills. So, Eli, tell us what Daniel Baldwin's on deck. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> I get it, Noah. That's good. That's good. We should do that. Anyway, <laughs> um, next week, we'll be watching Miracle on 34th Street, the old one. I'm going to go on record now and say this is a weird choice, Eli. Okay. Is that I'm going to go on record now and say as someone who recently watched this movie... You are not ready for how crazy this movie is. This movie is way, way crazier than you remember it being. All right. Not the Mara Wilson one. The, the old, old one, one. The one with Black uh, and Natalie White. Wood who got killed on the boat because she did too much coke. And then they hit her with a, a board and she drowned. <laughs> is that all accurate? Yes. I don't feel like that all adds up. I feel like I feel like if you if you got hit with a board and then thrown overboard, it wasn't really the coke's fault. Natalie, Wood. I don't I don't know that that's a level of cocaine. I don't know. I've done a lot of cocaine. I've never gotten to that level of cocaine. And if you'd like to help us do even more, <laughs> head on over to Patreon.com forward slash God Awful. Just a I have the best advent calendar. Yes, sir. No, it's going to be a fun citation needed. <laughs> So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 122 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to every episode. You can also help us done by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Skating Atheist, The Skeptocrat, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan and Slotnik of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Atheist, autistic Jewish guy slowly loosened Ray Comfort's skin in a pit, and now he is Ray Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican guy will fornicate whenever the fuck he wants. <laughs> African girl is the best fucking person ever. Oh. I love that this movie gave us three people who we would all want to do one on. That was African awesome. girl, if you are listening, call me. And she's listening. Eight she six seven five three zero nine. All right. <laughs> Interviewed Rorschach. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Not only a listener to our show, but one of those guys who sends those long personal messages on Facebook where he's like, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but here's the history of my life. And an inside joke from episode 103. Yeah, right. (laughs) The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.